Gemara Ta'anit, Daf Lamid Aleph, Masechel has been dedicated by a good friend, Nassim Jamal, and his brothers Joseph and Jacob, memory of their grandparents Sally and Norman Jamal, Vicky and Joseph Beda, Alehem Shalom Ruach Adonai Tenihem, Begana Eden, Amen. Today's Daf has been sponsored by Mr. Amin Ajmi in memory of Sarah Katan. And as we study the Dapim Shelema Haya Sarah Bat Simha. And we begin today's Dafa Namid Amud Bet. And we are beginning uh, towards the bottom of the Amud, across the Tosafot Yom Shebo Kalumete Midbar. So the Gemara is telling us here, quote from the Mishnah, the happiest days of the year for Klai Israel was the 15th of Av and Yom Kippurim. So the Gemara says, Bishlama Yom Kippurim, Mishum Deit Besidicha, Umechila. So obviously, Yom Kippur is a day of Sidicha Umechila. This is a uh, to answer the misconception that people have regarding Yom Kippurim. I think that Yom Kippurim is equivalent to Tisha B'Av. But it's not a sad day, although we, we act in a solemn manner, but the result and the consequence of that brings us to Sidi Khan Mechila, which is a great thing. So Yom Kippur, remind yourselves, we say Shechiyanu on Kippur, we don't say Shechiyanu on Tisha B'Av. We're happy to be alive for Yom Kippur. Happy to be alive in the Shabbat Ab, but not enough to make a berakha. So therefore, it is a Yom Tov in the highest level. Yom Shinitnu Bo Luchot Aharonot. Furthermore, it's the day that we got the Torah. It is the official Matan Torah. Matan Torah is actually uh, not on Shavuot. Shavuot is the beginning of the process, but the actual Torah came down on Yom Kippurim. So therefore, it's a great day. Ela. <laughs> Tetvav be'av mayhi. Tu be'av is a little more elusive. What is the reason why tu be'av would be considered, you know, one of the great yamim tovim? So the Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Huda, Amar Shemuel, Yom Shutru Shevatim Labo Zebaze. Well, that's the first great thing that happened. Yom Shehutru. Now, before we get to Yom Shehutru, we have a Rashi over here that's going to give us a little timeline to prove to us that Yom Kippur is Matan Torah. So let's start with that Rashi. It's a big one. As we learned on yesterday's da, Yudzayin Betamuz was the day of the breaking of the Luchot. Okay, 18 of Tammuz was a busy day. The uh, Eger was pulverized, and then uh, Moshe Rabbeinu judged the Posh'im, <coughs> you know, different deaths that they uh, received. And then he went up. So it was a 40 days and 40 days. How did it work? Okay, so there you go. So you do Yudzayin Tammuz plus 80, you get to Yom Kippur. 
Right, so you have, uh, let's say, Tammuz is 30 days. So they went up on the, if they went up on the 18th, so therefore count 12 days. So you're counting from the 17th, so the 18th, count, uh, count 18, yeah, count 18 to 29. And 30 to Ab, so that's uh, 30 plus 12 is 42. We're trying to get to 80. If you count 18. 18 to 29. Including 18. Continue. And you get the 30 of Av and you get the 29 of Elul. You're working with, you know, Haser Maleh, Haser Maleh. Every month is alternating. So that's 71. So we're still short uh, 9. There you go. So they got you 80 days and you came down on Yom Kippur. Very good. You're missing the Lil Yudzain Tamuz. He went up in the Kola Ali Yotav Shel Moshe Eno Ela Baboker, Bayom. Shelebino always goes up in the day. So technically, you're missing the night before, so they picked up the night before on Lil Kippur. So from the front end, you put it at the back end. So therefore, you have 80 day nights. And then he came on Yom Kippur itself. That's Matan uh, Torah with the Torah. Unbelievable. Uh, is a day that was designated for Mechilah Osliyah because of this event. What does it say in the Torah, actually, about Yom Kippur? Yeah. That wasn't enough. We have now uh, uh, another remez. Interesting. Uh, I don't know why Kiba Yom was not enough, but nonetheless, we see that it actually happened. Hashem gave us Mechilah uh, Osliyah. You do see something else over here. You see that Mechilah and Torah go together. That's what they say. The best tikkun for avonot, for mechila and siddhah kapara is limuda Torah. Mm-hmm. You see, on the day that we got the Torah, no coincidence, that's the day we got mechila ushabi kapara. They work, uh, they work together. Okay, now we get to two be'av. Yom tak shamati. That's unbelievable. I'm with you. I'm with you. A lot, lot of funny lishonot. You, you do see sometimes he quotes his rabbi, the divan, or something like that. But here again, uh, you know, who did he hear it from? He tells you it's from divan or whoever it's from. <laughs> he tells you it's from Seder Olam, he says. Okay. Yeah, so it's because he's giving you the history of the, of the dates over there. Okay, continue. Shutu shivatim laboze baze. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a big thing. Yeah, you, the problem with marrying, intermarrying in Shabbatim, and not the issue, everybody's Jewish over here. The issue over here is Nahalot. You know, when you start marrying outside of your tribe, so you start moving Nahalot from one tribe to the other tribe. And the Pasuk says, You're really not allowed to cause. Uh, property from one mate to go to another. Let's say a lady 
a girl, let's say, inherited a certain property. So if she's going to get married, she's going to take that property to a different tribe now. The husband's going to get that property. But if she married into her own tribe, so it'll stay at least in the, uh, in the family. So that day, and that, obviously that limits you now. That's a big limitation on the marriages. So they made the, they found a special heter to allow it. So once they found the heter to allow it, so that was a big day. Big day for Klaisen. Now The options of marriage now, they, they broke the shiduk crisis, as we would say today. It was a shiduk crisis. It was always a crisis of some sort, and they broke it. And as a result, right, let's see if they fix the tuition crisis also on Tuba'av. We'll see. I don't know if that's one of the five, but uh, let's see. So now let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, My Darush. <coughs> what was the derash that they made? Remember, they were the five daughters of Silofhad, uh, and uh, no boys, and uh, they inherited their father's chelik. Uh, uh, he died. They came to Moshe Rabbeinu, and uh, they wanted a chelik in Eretz Israel. We want our chelik, and the Torah came along and said, "Fine, they'll get a chelik, but they had to marry into." Uh, their tribe in order to keep the uh, that's where it said it in that context uh, marry into your tribe so the Gemara made it this was said specifically to that generation to Benot Tzilofchad they had that limitation after, after, after that already these uh, intermarriages would be uh, permissible and that's why it's Yom Tov, Tosfot says, by the way. Yom Shutu Hashitim Lubor Zebazeh, Perush Dehainu Yom Tov. Interesting, Tosfot also. We gave big shiurim, if you remember, on this Tosfot in, in the past. Uh, what is that? It was Tosfot just trying to come and tell you there. Perush Dehainu Yom Tov. You don't, you don't need all five reasons to make it a uh, Yom Tov. Well, this is why it'd be called a, a holiday. What makes it a Yom Tov is because... Uh, of the marriage reasons. The other reasons might not necessarily make it a Yom Tov. Amar of Yosef, Amar of Nahman, Yom Shehutar, Shevet Binyamin, Davo Bakahal. Another reason. Shevet Binyamin was banned to come into the Kahal. That was after the debacle of Pelegish Begiv'ah. And on that day, the rabbis figured out a Heter to allow Shevet Binyamin. Otherwise, they were going to become an endangered species. They were losing. You can't, if they can't marry into the kahal, and a lot of them were killed out, so therefore we, we, we were at the uh, verge of losing a shevet mi Israel. So that she says, uh, first of all, Zeh Davar. Actually, Shutru Shabbatim we saw, Zeh Davar. Beautiful. Lavo be kahal. Right, so they, the Bnei Israel made a shivu'ah that um, they're not going to marry their uh, their daughters. So they put in the, through attrition, they were just going to, they were going to die out. So what happened? They made a shenemar, v'yish Israel shpe'u b'metzpah lemor, ish memenu, you know, one of us, men from us, lo yiten bito l'binyamin l'isha. All right, now that's his clear shivu'ah. How do you get out of that shivu'ah? And it's a shivu'ah dat rabim. So shivu'ah dat rabim really doesn't have hafara. So it's not a thing with three guys on Friday morning and say mutarim lachem and get rid of it. You're stuck with the shivu'ah. It's a dat rabim. So therefore, what do they do? My darush, amarav mimenu 
there's a loophole. We said we're not going to give from our men, from us, but we didn't say about our children. So therefore, the next generation, they were able to, to do it. They, they found a loophole. Another explanation. Just look at that sheet for a second. Mimenu. Mi'utu. Dekhtib ish mimenu lo yiten bitoli benyamin lo gazru ela mehem. Aba mebenehem lo gazru. Very good. Amar Yohanan, number three. Yom shekalu bo metem midbar. Okay. Now we get into the uh, reason that that was the day that metem midbar that had the gizram the 40 years after the meragelim. So that's the day that they stopped dying. It's unbelievable. Every Arab Tishabi'ab, they would make an announcement. You know, everybody go uh, and dig your graves, anybody the age between 20 and 60, and they had to go sleep in their graves that night. Right, because they might die before uh, before they dig. And I don't know why they can't just die and somebody else dig for them. But uh, they... There'll be too many. They all die. I mean, they won't be able to bury each other. So what? There'll be too much... Uh, too, there'll be halanatamet, you mean? Ah. If, if they're going to... Although we had three million people, I guess we don't have so many people women working for them. Women and children. Okay, so they had a million. A million okay. people, 15,000. They didn't have shovels, you mean? Okay, but we Whatever the reason is, but uh, they wanted them to forever ever to sleep. They didn't want to overburden the uh, the Havra Kadisha on Tisha B'Av for some reason. It's a strong question. I like the question. Why, 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 why did they have to sleep in their graves? It's definitely traumatic. I agree with you on that. <laughs> Fine. Ulmahar. Continue. Ah, so they would say, let the let the uh, living separate themselves from the metim. Okay, if they were alive, they, they jumped out of their graves. Oh, so that's it. Now what happened? They thought they miscalculated. Now, once Hamisha Asar came, they knew they weren't making a mistake because you look at the moon, they see a full moon, so you know it's not the Shabbat anymore. Okay, so that generation made it a uh, Yom Tov, which is... Uh, so that's the source of Yom Tov. Well, that's, that's the source of why they made it a Yom Tov. That's not Tosfut. That's not, uh, you know... It's interesting that she... It was one of them, for them, not for us. It doesn't affect us. But that generation made it a Yom Tov. Tosfut has a, uh, has a whole calculation of... We'll get to Tosfut in a minute... But let's just get to Rashi over here. Take Gemara for a second. The Amar Mor, Ad Shelo Kalu Metemidbar, that until the Metemidbar uh, all died, Lo Ayad Dibur in Moshe. So the Dibur was not with Moshe. Ma'achene Amar, Vayika Shetamu Kol Anshem Melchama Lamut. And only after the last of the Metemidbar died, 
תן וידבר השם אליי, תן גרד ספורט משה, אליי היה הדיבור. רשי סס, דאמר מור, מפיכך יום טוב הוא. Yeah, it's a big חידוש רשי סנג over here. רשי סנג, it's not the פשט that we're celebrating that they stopped dying. The יום טוב שבו is that that's when the דיבור came back to משה. Celebrating the reconnection of God now communicating with Moshe Rabbeinu. That's a big that's, that's the real simcha, that Moshe Rabbeinu got the re, reconnection. Lo haya dibur im Moshe. Biyehud v'chiba. Right, until that point, she's going to show you, there was other times she spoke to him, but biyehud v'chiba, endearment and love, it was all chastising and rebuke. Now it became biyehud v'chiba d'chitiv. וידבר השם אלי לאמור, אלי מתייחד הדיבור. ואף אגב דמקמה החיקתי בקראה והוא וידבר, וידבר. איקא דאמרה, לא היה פה אל פה אלא בחזיון לילה גמגום. Right, which means there were revelations to משה before this, but they were בחזיון לילה, or there was now wasn't פה אל פה. Now already the דיבור came back to the way it was initially. פה אל פה, אלי, היה דיבור, exactly. So therefore, that was the... Reason for the uh, for the simcha. Now, if you look at the, uh, uh, so that's why it says, "Ad shelo kalu metemet ba'al edibur im Moshe shemar vahi kashetamu kol shemar chamalu mutvay debel shemelai lai edibur." Now, let's go to the safot of it. I suppose we're going to give us some calculation here. Yom shebo kalu metemet ba'al keda amrinan kol tishah be'av hayu osin kevrehen v'shochvin betocha. She had Erev Tisha'a Be'av. The Gemara's Mashra, Erev Tisha'a Be'av. The Sfot says, Kol Tisha'a Be'av. Hayu osim kevrehem v'shechvim betocham. Umachar achruz yoseh badilu ha'chayim v'otah shana shekalta gezela kamu kulam v'yu sovrim shemata'u b'chodesh ad shiru ha'lebanam b'le'ah v'ajadu shekalta gezela v'asu yom tovu. Pirush l'ashbam, kol ha'mem shanim l'ayu metim ela betet be'av. Which is an amazing thing. Anybody that died during the year, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't uh, for the daughter, for the natural death. Only the guys who died on Tisha B'Av were known to be the, uh, they didn't die during the year. So he learned it was 21,000 you know, plus. Protrot means uh, and a little. And a little. And that uh, extra uh, in, 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 in uh, 40 years, altogether it's an additional 15,000 people. So do the, do the math. What's uh, uh, 20,000 times 40? 21,000 Wait, it says 21,000 times 40. How much? Okay, so that's Mahlouk and Tosfot. It was an exclusive Yitishabah item or was it uh, not? But he comes up with this number over here. 
Yeah, it's a big number. It's a big number. Oh, so, 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 so six hundred thousand men between twenty yeah. and uh, twenty and sixty. You say the older ones too. Then I'm saying, like, you know, there's the people over sixty. Over, I mean, they also. But they weren't. They were part of that gazera. They, they didn't. Um, um, huh? Yeah, they, they, they survived those people. So he well, says. Over, he, he, he says over here the Gilion. The Gilion says, uh, okay, says Ayin Ayin. I will go. We'll open up Maharsha in a minute. Huh? Yeah, we have to see the numbers here. Request to turn on the video. Oh, the video. Want to see me? Okay. All right. Now continue for a second. The Gemara says, "Ula Amar Yom Shibitel Hoshaya Ben Allah Prozdiyot Sheoshiv Yerovam Ben Nevat Ala Derachim Shelo Yaalu Yisrael LaRegel." Okay, so that was the uh, centuries that Yerovam uh, Ben Nevat put on the road in order that the Jewish people should be blocked from going up to Yerushalayim. He didn't want them to go up to Yerushalayim. So he rerouted them to two different places where he put Agalim, one in the north and one in the south. And then that day, they, um, they got rid of the sentries. And therefore, they had a chance to go back up to Yerushalayim on that day. That's a, that's a happy day. The Amar, Ya'alu. Well, it's not such a great accomplishment, but at least it's better than nothing. They made an announcement and they said, you know, you have your option now. Freedom of religion. Freedom of religion, exactly. You want to go to Yerubayim, you go to... But at least those that want to go to Yerushalayim, they can go to Yerushalayim. There is a shiritsu ya'alu. There you go. Right, I mean, if he was really a tzaddik, he would have got rid of the agalim of, uh, of Yerovah. He didn't go that far. But it was a happy day for those people that still got access now to Jerusalem. And there was some freedom that they had. Rav Matna Amar, Yom Shinnitu Harugib Betar, or Biter Likbura. Okay, that was the day that the, uh, the people that died in uh, Betar, as a result of the Romans, that they finally got... Uh, burial. Uh, look at the Rashi over there. He says, That's That day that they got, uh, you know, allowed to be buried, they established the Beracha of a Tova Metiv. They were buried where they were lying on the ground for seven years and they didn't decay. So that's already one tov. Hametiv is even another goodness that God did. Nothing is taken for granted. They added that to Amazon. Velo nisrechu, which means uh, uh, why did they establish it in Mikat uh, Mazon? First of all, Mikat Mazon they established it is because it's right after Boneru Shalayim. It's talking about the Churban, and therefore Tova uh, Metiv is like a, a good omen that there'll be a, a rebuilding because look what happened over there. Shem still made a miracle for us like this in the time of the Churban. So therefore, it's like a nechama. So after you say, Bonir Ushalayim, you say, well, uh, 
Now, how's he going to be Borei Yerushalayim? It's a destruction. So he said, Tov Metiv, look what he did in uh, Betar over here. That's the time of the Chorban. So therefore, we can make such miracles for us like this. So, it's Atid, uh, you know, they've done it. That's why they put that in, in, that, in that spot over there. And then Tosfot says they also established it in the, uh, when it comes to wine, more than any other items. Why? So he says, Shayu Kemo Geder Bekerim. They were like a, uh, a fence around a vineyard. The fence protects the vineyard from getting uh, attacked. So these uh, bodies were like a fence around the vineyard uh, that protects it, and they weren't masriyat themselves. And some say it's because the guim used the, the, the blood as fertilizing their, their vineyards. So therefore, at the end, we make a berakandiyat to remember that miracle that they, they came back, or the guim were using this as fertilizer for them. Gemara then continues, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, the Ami Tarvayu. It's unbelievable day this year. How many things happened? Yom Shepaskum Melechrot Esim Lema'aracha. So it's the day that they stopped chopping wood for the Ma'aracha. That she says, Melechrot. So you see over here that already the sun at that time in the summer is already weaker and therefore doesn't dry out the wood and therefore there's some moisture and you're worried about worms. So that's it. They stopped chopping wood at that point over there and that is a, uh, that's a great day. Gibran explains why. Tanya, what does it say? De Tanya? Okay. So the sun gets weakened. Okay. Why does that become a holiday? But they called it the day that they broke the sickle. Sickle that used to cut the uh, the wood, Yom Tabar Magal or the the axe, Shvirat. Yom Tabar Magal. So that was a nickname for the day, Yom Tabar Magal. Mikan va'ilach, and therefore, what's the holiday? The Mosif Yosif, Ula Mosif Yasef. Okay, so from that day on, the nights are getting longer already. So the Torah, so it says, Mikan from their day on, the Mosif, those that add to their learning hours, because at the end of the day they worked. So the longer the days, the longer they work. Once it gets dark in the olden days, they couldn't work anymore, they didn't have lights. So therefore, what did they do? They went into their houses and they studied Torah. So the nights started to get longer, Tuba'av. Summer nights started to get shorter or longer. The days get shorter. So they were able to add to their uh, Torah, uh, Torah studying. That's it. The very simple uh, formula. So they didn't fare so well, according to this Gemara. The Gemara says... Uh, what is that, Tani Rabbi Yosef? What do you have, Mr. Gersada? Mm-hmm. Mr. Gersada says, Ulam Mosif Yasef. So the one who wants to know, what do you mean Yasef? Ma Yasef? Amar, huh? It says Amar Rabbi Yosef in the Oh, you have Amar Rabbi Yosef, good. Ma Yasef, or Yosef. What's the negative thing if you don't learn? Either Yosef or Yasef. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Tikpere Imme. Not a good thing. 
Rashi says, Right, which is her mother, God forbid, will bury him. Which means he'll die before his time. So it sounds like over here, Yom Tabar Magal is again, it's not Yom Tabar Magal for itself, it just means they worked, they worked less. So since they worked less, so therefore they stopped, I mean, for the fact that you see that they stopped cutting the wood, that indicates us that the sun is not as strong, so the sun's setting earlier, and therefore there's more time to learn, so therefore you have to be av is a, it's me'en yom kippurim, is a matan Torah element in it, that you can start adding hours, so any, how many, it's an amazing thing, do I mean to say, because now you have, listen, sunset doesn't move, you know, two hours, it moves in one minute, I mean, from, from the 14th of Av to the 15th of Av, so sunset went from 8.34 to 8.33. That's all it did. But you have one, you have one minute extra tonight mm-hmm. to learn Torah, so that's already, we're going to start a, uh, we're going to make a holiday. Yeah. Although, you're right, from then on it starts getting, but that day, well, what are you celebrating? Well, you got one minute more, that's all you got. I'm going to make a... Uh, t- because of the fact that, it, that really it's two months earlier, it starts to get, uh, you know, that, that's... Yeah, what kind of it is, so it's, uh, you have to say it was a significant, uh, significant time. You start to yeah. feel it. You start to feel it, but still, it's, you know, it's minutes, it's not uh, hours. Oh. Yes, sir. The famous story of the Yashiv on, uh, he, uh, there was somebody who used to watch. Yes, go to him learn. The time of the story, but. So he used to watch his house. He used to, he used to go up to the hotel and he used to pass his house every night in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. He would stand myself. outside and all of a sudden, exactly at 3 a.m., the light would go on. And he saw at the shadow, sit down, and he would start learning. And this, he would watch this for months, and then he would go to the Kotel. One night, he comes, because he was just standing, he always stands outside, and the light was on earlier, and he didn't understand it. So he went to the grandson of the Rebbe, he said, I understand, you know, uh, you know, every night, exactly three o'clock, I see the light go on, and I see the shadow. And over here, I pass by now, I always come around 2.30, and the light's already on, the shadow's there, and so and, and, and she was sitting. So what's going on? So he says, I, I really, the rabbi, you know, my grandfather doesn't want to say anything, that, that. and he kept pushing, 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 finally he told me, okay, I'll tell you what it is. There's a Gemara, Mesechetani. Here it is. is right here. That on the day that the, that the thing comes earlier, that the sun turns, which is a Tuba'ah, which was in the summer, the person has to be Mosif. So he went from 3 o'clock to 2 o'clock, and he was Mosif on this Gemara. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Take it literal. Okay, he lived a long life. So obviously he was right. The Danish Chai asks on this camera. Here we go. It's open. Open mic. I'll make it quick. Mark did I make it quick? The Danish Chai asks, why do I take Fede Ime? Why didn't you say he dies early? Right. So he says, because he didn't learn from his mother. She wakes up in the middle of the night. He watched his mother get up early in the middle of the night doing her job. He didn't do his job. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Yes, yes. That's that's noteworthy. The Rama brings this in halacha. Bring a Yeshuhan Aruch. Yes, Rama brings this in halacha. In the end of end of end of Tisha B'Av rules. Let's get down to see this because it's amazing that it made it to Shulchan Aruch. People don't uh, people don't realize this is a halacha. Yep, 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 yep. In the summer, that's it. Right? Yes, the Hashem they know. The Hashem they got. Yes. Right after the Hanchot, he says, 
Yeah, what Siman is it in? Might be in the Tamu Torah. Yeah, he says you should. Is it a man like this? It's 100%. Yeah, it's like Mm-hmm. What's he minded to say over there? In the Chot Tamu Torah, I think it is. Maybe Resh Men Bet or something like that. But there's definitely a, a, a mention of this Halakha and Shohan Aruch. Bring me uh, Yurid Alak, Resh Men Bet, one of those. Okay, in the meantime, he doesn't bring it here, right? He doesn't, uh, no, he doesn't bring it. But it's, it's, it's brought down. So continue to sport for a second. Yom Tabar Magal. Now, I always understood that the Yom Tov was that it's a... Um, that it's a siyum. You finish the mitzvah. And that's one of the sources that they learn when you make a uh, simcha, when you make a siyum of a mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Nine sixty. Kitsu Shohanaruch, Siman Ayin Aleph. Kufchaf Okay, continue. Okay, now we want an explanation from the Mikubalim that why did they call that day Yom Tabar Magal? It sounds like an incidental. That's the day they called it, the day they broke the the axe. The funny name of the holiday. That was incidental. It's not really the day they broke the axe, it's the day that they Either finish the mitzvah of Atzeh Marachas or the Siyum, or it's the day that we're learning now that they start to learn Torah. But it's based on what it says in the Torah, Kishahakol Kol Yaakov En Hayadaim Yedei Esav. So it's that day that we break the Garzin of Esav, Yom Tabar Magal. That means once already there's an extra measure of Torah in the world, that Torah is a Magen Betzina against. Anti-Semitism. So the Yom Tabar Magal is the day that the Kerzen, the, the blood-stained uh, axe of Esav is broken. is broken. So that's a that's a different explanation. I'll just let those forth for a second. Yom Tabar Magal Perush Shemun In Melechlot Etzim LeMa'arakha Perush Mishum She Halash Kochas Shel Hamam 
ומגדלין התולעים באילנות ועצים מתולעים פסולים למערכה. And if you have a wormy piece of wood, it's פסול פעצר מערכה כדרמה במידות שהכוהנים בעלי מומין, they had a job for the כוהנים בעלי מומין. כוהן בעמוד זנה to work. So what were they there in charge of? They made the משכיחים. What were they משכיח of? Of the, of the wood, the wood משכיח. הם מנקלים העצים, they take care of the wood. So they didn't check the lettuce, they checked the wood for worms. ומסילים העצים בתולעים שפסולים למערכה. That's what they would check it out. ולא מוסיף יאסף, פירוש אותו שאין הוא מוסיף מנהלות על הימים יאסף, מה יאסף תקבלי אמה? תמה, וכי היה מסופק, מה יאסף? We know what יאסף means, יאסף means die. What's it, what יאסף? We know what יאסף means. אלא, לומר, זה לא מוסיף יאסף. ומיהו כבאי גמרא מי יסיף, אבל לעולם היה ידע דייאסף ולשון מיתה כדכתיב ויגבה וייאסף אל עמיו. אז לשון was not יאסף, גמרא לשון was יסיף. וגמרא then said what is יסיף? לא, יסיף is יאסף. So we didn't have that word in the כנסה of the תוספות. Because otherwise they would know what it is. יאסף, יאסף is יאסף. And they had the word יסיף. Very good. Now the Gemara continues and says, actually, let's catch up in Maharsha over here. Just to finish all the Maharshas in this Masechet. Yes, uh, we have over here. We have not, 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 not a Maharsha yet. We just have Bishlamah Yom Kippurim, Te'it Pedetu Be'av, Kola Sugam Efer Perek, Yai Nesek, Mehdusha Lachot Vagadot, He's giving you a source, Ayin Shah. Okay, stay tuned. The Mara then continues. The Mara says, Tarot Banan, this is talking about now the girls of Jerusalem would go out on Tu Be'av, and Yom Kippurim. So it says, how do they go out? And they would borrow dresses from each other. So that's, that's, the, uh, that's the source of the uh, bridal gamah. Just didn't start today. That bridal gamah is from the times of Hazal. They were lending out wedding dresses to, to the needy. This wasn't even to the needy. This was to everybody. In order not to embarrass those uh, that didn't have. Tanur Banan. Bat Melech Sho'elet Mibat Kohen Gadol. Okay, so the Bat Melech, the princess, went to the Bat Kohen Gadol. Bat Kohen Gadol, the Bat Segan. Kohen Gadol went to the Segan's door. Bat Segan, the Bat Mashuah Melchama. That's the one that went out to war. Bat Mashuah Melchama, the Bat Kohen Ediot. Vechod Yisrael shu'alin zemizeh. And everybody else barred from each other. Kedeshelo yidbayesh et misheen lo. That she says... בת מלך. אף על פי שהיה לה שואלת מבת כהן גדול, שלא לבייש את השואלת מתוך שאין לה. Yeah, which means she has, בת מלך has a dress. But nonetheless, they went, she wasn't going to go ask from, you know, the bourgeoisie, she didn't go ask from, she has a nice dress, she used to wear nice dresses. So she, they didn't want to embarrass her either. So the בת מלך, we go to בת כהן גדול, מסתמא, it's the same class. And it's the, but everyone was borrowing, but at least she didn't have to come and, Mm-hmm. You know, like with some polyester dress that uh, she's not used to wearing and embarrass her. So she went to a bet. Uh, again, you, want, you, you, you don't want to embarrass them either, by the way. What are you going to help? They're going to make a bet melech walk around in a polyester dress. So what'd you do? You, you, you embarrassed, you saved embarrassment for all the other girls. You put at the expense of what? If a bet melech is not used to wearing uh, itchy clothes, 
So therefore, you, they, they, they went to their class. That's, that's what they were pointing this out. Otherwise, it's, it's, an, it's a karam mefsedam. What, what, what are you gaining? To embarrass half the people that they should wear clothes that they're not used to wearing? And if they borrowed, they went to bat they went to their class. Then everybody has borrowed from each other. Bat kohen gadol, shehu karob besamuch lamalchut. Sigan, kohen hashub. But they went to somebody below them, one notch, yeah? one, one notch below them, obviously. Okay, now the Gemara I don't know why it's so, so embarrassing. So, it's an embarrassing thing to be tame. That's embarrassing. To, it's a private thing. Okay. I'm a. He's got the money. The sensitive to know to the publicize it. Yeah. Uh, so therefore, they want to keep it quiet. So therefore, they uh, they would. These are single girls here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not married girls. So, okay. I'm a Rabbi El Azhar. I feel like which is even if they were brand new out of the box, they still had to go dip them. the <laughs> Obviously, they weren't dancing like if they were watching looking. So the pretty ones said, Look at the beauty. You know, you have to look at her. So that's a beauty. The ones that had good lineage. Family. you know, it's nothing that jewelry can't fix, nothing that makeup can't fix. Therefore, uh, you know, now I'm ugly, but, uh, you know, pair of earrings, necklace, and lipstick. Everybody looks the same after that. So he says, That's what he's basically saying. That she says, uh, So they're thinking about their, uh, marrying their children already. That's if you have a good family, everybody's going to jump on these children to get married. Who's the father? Oh, it's a house. I have good lineage. So you'll be able to marry your children off fast if you have a good lineage. Right. So no, interesting over here that none of them said, you know, marry us because we know all the Rambans in Sefer Bereshit. That, that, was not, that was not their selling picture. Right, we went to seminary for four years, and I know, uh, you know, I know all Rabbi Desla's talks on, uh, you know, emunah. That's, uh, that wasn't one of the things they, 
they talked realistic stuff that men care about. They were looks, chill family, and all that regular stuff. Oh, they don't need to get involved in all that other. Uh, <laughs> just saying. For, for the record. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> so you know what they said over here. All right, continue. Now we can go to the Maharsha. Maharsha says, Ubat Kohen Gadol Mebat Segan. Right. The says that they shouldn't have a disparity between the Hashuvim and the not Hashuvim. So everybody dressed one notch lower than their level. Otherwise there'll be a big disparity if the queen, if the, if the, if the princess is getting from the princess... So therefore, one notch lower. The someone has to do higher then. It's what? The, the, the bottom has to do higher then. If we're going to make well, it they stand to each other. But that, that there should be a disparity between the top and the bottom. Uh-huh. So if the queen is wearing, uh, you know, the gold robe, whatever she wears, and the lowest one's wearing the lowest, so therefore, you, you, you notch it down. By what You ratchet it down one notch. That's the Marsha says there. Kol ha'ad sho'elet mishir lemata memena. But they got to be hashuvim to a certain degree. And if the bat kohen gadol is going to go up and take from the bat melech, at least they have what to switch. You know, they're in the they're in the switching class. Ani can't switch with a bat melech, so that would be embarrassing to them also. The fact that they can switch with a higher class already embarrasses the lower class. They can't switch with her. But it's not embarrassing that the queen went down. The fact that the queen went down a notch, that already is an look at that, they went down. But the fact that if the queen gadol would be able to go up, that would be a busha. And they only wore white dresses anyways, a white, white dress party. They didn't have colored clothes. So therefore, they only wore white anyway, so it was a limitation. Mm-hmm. It was a great, uh, great thing. So maybe here's where we get uh, yeah, the tuxedos at the wedding. Everybody wears black suit, and that's it. Not to be Right, the three million dollar wedding in the Waldorf doesn't uh, help, but uh, the tuxedos at least everybody's wearing the same, uh, the same black suit and, and, and white shirt. Not to be vayesh, anybody. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Pretty is another story, but she shouldn't have a, a blemish, or she shouldn't be mechalik. The Gemara says then you're going to be over and after the kamocha. You don't want any surprises, so therefore you want to just make sure that uh, you know. Not to see that she's pretty, only to look for right. A it's to, to look for a problem. To look for 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 uh, right. I told you what, 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 my rabbi asked me if I went out with my wife. First thing, uh, is she repulsive? I said, no. He said, okay, so what's, what's the problem? <laughs> that was a behavior question to me after the first date. Is she repulsive to you? 
I said, repulsive? No, it's not repulsive to me. Okay, so what's the matter? What are you waiting for? <laughs> That's the only reason why you're going out. It seems you're not, you, you did all your homework already. You know the midor, you don't know all that. All you're going out for is basically to, to see if there's any more meme. You know, any... any uh, did she repulse you? No. Okay. One day, give her a ring. Okay, you have your piyot. Oh, this is the famous Maharsha uh, over There's three levels. My Maharaj talks about this. There's the Tov, there's the Good, there's the Arev. The Arev is the, is the sweet. And then there's the Mu'il. Mu'il is just the, the practical, the beneficial. The pretty ones. They say, go after the sweet, go after the, you know, the, the pleasurable. Harif, like uh, sweet. <clears throat> and the, the Muhasot say, no, you got to go after the quality. Go after the good. It look, looks a vain. Go after the good. That's the tov. And Muharot, they say, go after the mu'il. Go after what's, what's the beneficial. Uh, right, the Mishnah only really discussed Muhasot Shebahim. Uh, the rich girls. There was another, another, another class. The rich girls said, Money. The guy wants to sit and learn all day long. I was going to sit and learn all day long. He said, We have money. We'll support you. Rev. Aaron Cutler used to say that the girls should marry the Rishiva boys in Lakewood should marry the rich girls. If you have a choice between a rich girl and a poor girl, marry a rich girl. Why? So you can sit and learn all day long. What's the, uh, what's the question? So he says, It's a mo'il. It's, a, it's just practical. It makes sense. It's a mo'il. Right? Right. The goel, the Boaz went to first for right of first refusal. His name was what? Tov. Shelo katab shemo. Originally they called him Ploni Almoni. He didn't want to make the That was uh, right. He said, "I'll do the geula on the field." He was willing to do the geula on the field, but he wasn't doing to make a yibum. Mm-hmm. After Boaz said, I'm, I'll do it. When Mr. Gadol says it's legal, why did the Peloni Amoni balk? Right, why was he worried? He was worried to marry him with Moaviyah because he was worried about his, his, his children. What are you worried about? Boaz just said, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. So if Boaz is not worried, why should he be worried? The main thing to is what? To bring back the deceased, to, to, to give a name. Dimloken, asudi yabem. Right, if you're not the Shem Shamayim, asudi yabem, or Abba Shaul. The Mitzvat Chalitzah, kodemit, betamze. Vezesh Shamar la, im yegalech tov, dainu mitzadat tov, ah, im yegalech tov. Right, which means, if you do it mitzadat tov, the Shem Mitzvat Yibum, that's tov. Yigal. If you're doing it for beauty, or some other benefit, or you're doing it for the real estate, so I'm going to 
So, oh, there's a field over there? Oh, I'm interested. You got to do it with Hashem Amet. That's the Kavana. That was Hashem Mitzvah Yibum. He says, I can't do it with Hashem Shemaim 100%. He says, they ask me too much. I can't do it. Pen Ashrit. It's going to be Hashkatat Zera because I'm not doing it with Hashem Shemaim. I'm doing it for the field. Understand? So he wasn't, he wasn't bucking Boaz. He trusted the boss that you're allowed to marry him. I said, I can't do it with Hashem Shemaim. That's my point. And boy, I said, all right, then I'll do it. That's what the, the plan Amalek's claim was. Unbelievable way of learning it. We never knew that. We never knew that. It's just what Boaz was saying. That's why I married her. And the Nahala comes, Agav. But, 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 Plan Amalek couldn't see past the Nahala. He said, I want the Nahala. Well, the only way to get the Nahala is to do this. All right. He says, uh, well, I, I, I can't. And the Akim Shemamet. He says, I, I cannot guarantee I could have a covenant only like Akim Shemamet. There's a Nahala, there's a beautiful girl in Ruth. I can't say I'm so the Shem Shamayim. So therefore, Pen Ashkit, he meant it's like Zerah Labatala. Because uh, I'm doing a Yibum over here for the wrong Kavanah. Not, not, not that he was about his children, like we always learned. Your children are going to be fine. You're allowed to marry Moaviyah. Moavivolo, 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 whatever. So therefore, he said, the Akim Shemamet, I know. Fantastic. Okay, we'll finish with so the Gemara says that Latid Lavo, Akadosh Baruch Hu is going to make a Mahol, which is like a circular, uh, you know, uh, uh, position where the Sadiqim are going to be in a circle and God Kiviachol will be amongst them, Began Eden. And everybody is going to point with their etzba, with their finger. Shneemar, as it says, ve'amar bayomahu. They're going to say on that day, hine elohenu zeh. They're going to point. Zeh points means that they're pointing, and they're going to say kivinu. Though we were anticipating uh, the salvation, v'yoshiyenu zeh Hashem. This is God kivinu that we anticipated. Nagila, we will rejoice for the smecham. We'll be happy. In his salvation, so that she comes along and says, "Mahol, Sabib, Lashon, Mahol, Akedem." Right, that's a circle. Ma'eb it's ba'ol. We omer ze Hashem kivinu lo v'yoshi anu ze Hashem kivinu lo nagila v'nesmecha v'yishuato. Okay, and she felt he had to give us the pasuk that the Gemara brought us. Tosfot says, "Kol echad ve'echad mar'eh hakadosh baruchu be'etz Kol echad ve'echad mar'eh." Points to Kadosh Baruch Hu be'etzpos shenemar ine Elohenu zeh kivinu lo nagida mesmecha b'shuato. So uh, if you look at the Maharsha, the Maharsha will tell you at the end of this masechet. The Maharsha says ine Elohenu zeh hai gavna. Darshu Gabe Ze Eli Ve'anvehu. When we came out of Mitzrayim, 
So it says Ze Eli, and it says everybody pointed as well. Umaiti lahacha melohenu Ze Ze Hashem v'lashon kaful. It's a double language. The pasuk starts with Elohenu, which is midat adin, and then ends up with Ze Hashem, which is midat rachamim. Sheish la adam levarech bemidat adin alav kemum bemidat rachamim. So you have to thank Hashem and praise Him not only for the midat rachamim, but even for the midat adin. Shneimar belohim ahalel davar, b'Hashem ahalel davar. That means I praise God for the Elohim, for the Midat Adin, and I praise Him as well for the Habaya. Bezeh Shamar, Kishu Elohenu b'Midat Adin, Kivinu Lo Shiyoshienu. We we were anticipating that God should save us and bring us a salvation. Bezeh Hashem b'Midat Rachamim, Alenu Kivinu Lo. That's what we were anticipating for for Midat Rachamim, and as a result, Nagila Mesmecha Bishuato. Interesting pasuk. It should say Nagila but it says we will have joy in His salvation. Lo Amar suffering. So a Kadosh Baruch Hu, This is the midah that we're working on. So a Kadosh Baruch Hu is a Nosebeol. He shares in the suffering of others. So therefore, when Kla Yisrael is in pain, it says in the Gemara Megillah, in, in, in Hagigah, Shekhinah ma'omeret. What does the Shekhinah say? Kalani mizro'i, kalani miroshi. Borei Olam says, my head is heavy and my hand is heavy. Kiv Yachol Hashem feels pain. Like it says in the Pasuk, that Hashem commiserates with the Jewish people. So therefore, when we're, our salvation causes the salvation of Hashem, we take God out of his pain, So that connects us to something that we saw previously in this Gemara Ta'anit that talked about uh, when Eliyahu Navi was in the uh, marketplace and uh, he saw one of the rabbis and he asked him, who in this marketplace is going to Olam Abba? And Eliyahu pointed to the, to the Badhanim, to the gestures. And uh, we, the question was, what do they do? They make people happy. So why should that be a zikhut to get uh, you know, Olam Abba? So it says, if we learn to the Maharsha, that the kabana was not to relieve only the, the people, but they knew that if the people are in pain, Kivyachu, the Shekhinah is in pain. So when they were going and relieving the people, the kavanah was to take a shem out of it. So therefore, that's what the zuchet to olam haba because the kavanah was the uh, shem shaman. They were not just jokesters. The kavanah was to bring a guy out of his down uh, mood, which kiviachol. It's really lifting up the uh, the shechinah. So they had a higher higher intent, and that's how the gemara ends over here. Ushu yoshienu gam u yosha uyivasha emanu. Uh, and therefore we're, we're joyous and we're anticipating that the Kaddosh Baruch Hu should bring us the Shishua the um, the next Masechet uh, obviously following Masechet Ta'anit is Megillah uh, the connection is obvious we end the Ta'anit 
beginning of uh, Purim obviously starts with the Ta'anit. That's the Ta'anit Esther. Uh, and that's uh, followed by a Yeshua, which is by Purim. So therefore we have a Remez of Ta'anit followed by a Yeshua. So we say over here that we anticipate uh, the Yeshua of Kadosh Baruch Hu, and we also saw recently in the Gemara right before this, Mishin Nichnas Adar, Marbim Besimcha, and as she said, Yemes Simcha, Purim Vepesach. Furthermore, there's a famous Gaon Mivilna that said on this Gemara that the reason why God is going to make a Mahol Sadikim, Mahol is a circular dance. Why not a square dance? There's different type of shapes of dances. Why is it a circular dance? And he said because everybody is equidistant to the center in a circle, which means in this circle there's going to be many sadikim, And each of the sadikim serve God in a different way. And therefore, the question is, who was right? Were the Sfaradim right? Were the Ashkenazim right? Were the Hasidim right? You know, which, which brand of Judaism, of the authentic brands, is the real brand? So what Olam is going to show that everybody was equidistant to God, that Shem is going to be in the center, that there are many roads that can come to the emit. You know, so everybody serves God according to the traditions of their father, so long as that tradition can be based, uh, you know, ultimately to Har Sinai. So they were all good. Elu ve'elu, tevre eluim hayim. Although it says that uh, in the times of Mashiach, ha'emet ne'ederet. One of the telltale signs, uh, based on the way the Gemara Sota said, Mishnah, the truth is going to be ne'eda. Ne'eda means hidden. You're not going to be able to find the truth anywhere. The truth is going to be concealed. Ne'edar. Uh, you don't find truth, obviously, in the media. You can't try find truth in advertising. You can't find truth in government. Really, nothing is, nothing is truth. Everything is, uh, is shaken. So we're really living throughout that prophecy. But Rav Elchanan Vassim in Allah Shalom, Shem Yom Damab, explained that Emeti in Eder differently. An Eder is a flock. Like an Eder is a group. So he said, Emet is going to be confined to groups, which means each group is going to say, we have the emet, and everybody else is shaken. It's going to be, you know, uh, <coughs> marginalized into different groups. So the Sfaradim will say, we have the right emet, and everybody else is shaken. And the other guy's are going to come along and say, the Hasidim, you know, we're going to say, the Satmans, yeah, we got it right, and then the Chabad or the, the Shaim, and then they're going to go back and forth. Each guy's going to think that they have the exclusivity on emet, and it's not the case. There's many, emet is, is of course something very, very rigid, but there's many, many uh, paths in order to reach uh, the emet. And that's the way we once explained uh, a beautiful interpretation. <coughs> if you remember when the brothers of Yosef, so they were fighting with Yosef. So what's the, what's the reason they were fighting with Yosef? Obviously they felt that his derech was, uh, was not correct, even though the Hatam Sofer quotes from the Arizal that there's 12 derachim, each shevet has its own path, and uh, every part of Klai Israel serves from one of those paths of the, of the, of the shevatim, and they all end up in the same, to the same destination. But they weren't tolerant of Yosef's path. They felt, eh, his derech is not, uh, you know, the derech of Yaakov Abin. 
And that intolerance obviously caused Sanat Hinam and ultimately, like we said, the Chiyal Dorot. So on the way back, Yosef gives them uh, a rebuke. And he tells them, Al Tirgizu Badarich. Al Tirgizu Badarich could mean that don't be intolerant of somebody else's derich. Which means that that was your mistake because you didn't have uh, tolerance of my derich and now you see my derich was actually right. It wasn't any different than your derich. I'm in the same place. I'm, I'm in Egypt for, for, for how many years and I'm still mahul and I'm still serving and I got to where you are. I still have a ruach like you have. So who was right? You see, I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. You thought my, my mahalach was off because I work at Tone Pasim and I fix my hair, whatever. Bottom line, I got to the same place that you did. So therefore, he was telling him a musar on the way. You should not be intolerant of other dirachim. There's many dirachim to serve. Now again, nobody should misinterpret it. That doesn't mean that if you see, uh, you know, somebody, the rabbi said, again, Chambaruch used to say, there's 70 interpretations to the Torah, and when the one he didn't like, he would say that's the 71st. Which means there is a, the Gemara Berachot says that Meshacharab um, betamikdash eno lahakadosh baruchu ela daler amot shel halacha bilvad. That Borei Olam, after the destruction of the betamikdash, the Shekhinah rests in the four cubits of the study of halacha. So Chavavadya used to say, "What do you mean the four cubits?" The explanation is that halacha has its parameters. It's not just uh, halakha, whatever anybody thinks halakha is. There's, there's, there's borders to halakha. And therefore, but there's borders. There's four amot. So you have flexibility within those four amot uh, to go a different way. And in Ashkafah as well. Uh, you have those that uh, serve that Kadosh Baruch Hu There's those that serve Me'ahavah. There's those that serve Mesimcha. So the guys who serve Mesimcha, uh, they look at the guys who do Me'irah. Ah, the guys who have the derech. And vice versa. No, don't be intolerant of somebody else's uh, derech. And that's why it says, the dance configuration is going to be a circle. Ultimately, he's going to say, who was more right? Nobody was more right than, than anybody else. Because everybody's really, you know, in the same, uh, same distance or same closeness, we should say, uh, last but not least, um, the, um, uh, the pasuk comes along and says, so the Torah, the Gemara here felt that uh, it's important to know which finger they're going to point with. Uh, whether they point with their thumb or they point with their, their pinky, but the Gemara said, no, it's going to be the, the etzba. So the Benish Chai in the classic piece says that the etzba is a very, very holy, holy finger because if you open up the Pasuk in the Mizmonim uh, that we say on Shabbat, so you'll see that we have Pesukim over here, Torah Hashem Timima Meshibat Nafesh, which is five words. And then we have Edut Hashem Neemana Makima Peti, five words. Then you have another five words, Pekudah Hashem Yisharim Mesamechadev. Then you have another five words, Mitzvat Hashem Param Meirat Enaim. Then you have Yirat Hashem Tehorah Omedet Laad. Then you have Mishpeteh Adonai Emet Sedku Yadav. And the Ben Ishmael says, that when you read these Pesukim, you should read them like this, Torah, Hashem, Timima, Meshibat, Navesh, with your fingers. And then you say, Edut Hashem, Neemana, Makima, Peti, Pekudeh Hashem, Yisharim, Mitzvat Hashem, Para, Mirat, Mirat Hashem, so the answer is connected to Hashem. 
So therefore, since the etzma is connected to Hashem, and that's the reason why he explains, that's why they put the ring on the etzba, because the etzba is connected to Yud Kevavke, is connected to Shem Hashem in these Pesukim over there. So it says, because since the etzba is connected Yud Kevavke, so therefore there's a, a name is to that as well. Hadran Alach, Vishlosha Perakim, Vesnikala, Masechet Ta'anit. Hadran Alach, Masechet Ta'anit. Vadrach, Alan, Datan, Alach, Masechet Ta'anit, Vedatak Alan, Dat, the Sheminak Masechet Ta'anit, Vat, the Sheminan. Abamadim, Rabamadate, Hadran, Alach Masechet Ta'anit, Vadrach, Alan, Datan, Alach Masechet Ta'anit, Vedatak Alan, Dat, the Sheminak Masechet Ta'anit, Vashiminan. Rabba Madim, Rabba Madate, Adran, Alak Masikatani, Vedrak Alan, Datan Alak Masikatani, Vedatak Alan, and Shiminak Masikatani, and Shiminam. Rabba Madim, Rabba Madati, the son of the Motenu, she entered Kamanotil Balamasati, Melamaba, the Nabal Papa, Mipper Papa, Mapper Papa, Hyper Papa, Abamori Bal Papa, Flamber Papa, Hisper Papa, Sukhamber Papa, Adabal Papa, Rupert Papa, if not my husband, Pinu. ولو <laughs> Masropoli learned a famous derash in which connects the end of Ta'anit to the beginning of Megillah 
the beginning of Megillah, we learn the Megillah is read on a certain amount of days. It's read on the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th. If you count those numbers, 11 plus 12 plus 13 plus 14 plus 15 equals 65, which is Keneged Deshem Adanut. Adanut is referring to Midat Adin. However, if you take the following line in the Mishnah, Lo Pachot, not less than 11, which is 10, and not more than 15, which is 16, which equals 26, which is Shem Habaya. So therefore, we see that what? Uh, we're going to make a mitukadin, that we're going to see that all the adanuts, all the things that we thought were just, justice and judgment, are actually mercy. And that's the end of Megillah of Ta'anit, we just said, that we see that actually and therefore we see the connection right away that there's going to be a Megillah there's going to be a revelation it's going to be revealed to us and the Megillah estate is the perfect example everything that we thought Mordechai was doing uh, was not going to the party not bowing to Haman but ultimately all those dinim ultimately turned uh, to our benefit and that's what it says. Nagila Baruch Adonai.